1: They are coming for Tucker Carlson. That's right, the lovely people at Media Matters for America. That's a a taxpayer-funded organization, by the way. Uh, They dug up some old audio from Carlson's appearances on a radio show with a guy who called himself Bubba the Love Sponge. How'd you like? That's his job. Hello, I'm Bubba the Love Sponge. Thanks for listening. Anyway, he said uh, quite a few uh, politically incorrect things when he was on with Bubba. Uh, Some of the things might even qualify as shocking. Uh, But, of course, he was being interviewed by a shock jock, a guy who called himself, did I mention, Bubba the Love Sponge. I remember when that guy, I don't know if he's still on, but I remember hearing about that guy. I'd never listened to him on the radio, but I remember hearing about him. Anyway, um, that was his name, and it was as far back as 13 years ago, but there's no statute of limitations on any of this stuff. And um, the usual people are out there calling for Carlson to be fired. It started on Monday, and on Monday night, Carlson had the highest primetime ratings on cable. That's one of the reasons why they're coming after him. Uh, Media Matters has been letting it drip out gradually to get the full effect. More stuff came out today. And last night, uh, Carlson did about a six-minute monologue about how he wasn't going to be intimidated by the outrage machine, as he called it. Wasn't going to let the mob get him. And that uh, outrage machine is in full force, of course, because Carlson does have two things working against him. He's a conservative, and he works for Fox. Somebody produced some politically incorrect things said by the president of Media Matters several years ago about transvestites, transgenders, and some other protected groups, uh, which, as usual, points out the hypocrisy that always pops up from liberals in situations like this. But uh, I, don't think, I don't think he's going to be called on that hypocrisy anywhere but in the conservative media. Uh, you might think that people in the media would be aware... Of what happens uh, in shock jock radio. You're brought on the air to say things that, you know, shock people. And the things you say may make you uncomfortable and may not really, you may not really agree with, um, what what you're actually saying 100% of the time, but the idea is it's shock radio and just about anything goes and people laugh a lot. Sometimes, usually actually, too much. One of the worst things about morning radio shows, morning zoos and all those things, is that they laugh way too much at their own jokes and it's only about one third as funny as they think it is, but you, they're all rolling around in the studio. Uh, and I've, I've done shows like that, believe me. I've been on with... Disc jockeys uh, who were not, you know, Bubba the Love Sponge, but they were, you know, they said things that I was on when I was working in TV, and I couldn't necessarily go along with a lot of the stuff because I had a job in TV and I talked to old ladies and stuff, you know, at 11 o'clock on the news, and I couldn't uh, just, you know, play to the audience of 22 year old guys out there. Anyway, it is shock radio, and the audience is probably at least 90% men, but it's on tape, and he said it. And Media Matters says he has to go. And when we come back, we'll talk to someone from Newsbusters who's been watching the reaction from the non-Fox media. We'll hear from him when we come back. Stick around.
3: Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issue and company and other factors. Not available in all states.
1: My Pillows, Mike Lindell is on a mission to help you get the best sleep of your life. This is John Stagerwald and he certainly helped me. I love My Pillow, as you well know. But now Mike has gone the extra mile, nearly 6,000 miles in fact, all the way to Giza in search of the best Egyptian cotton in the world to create the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. MyPillow's Giza Dreams bed sheets. Luxurious, soft, breathable, and extremely durable. One night, and you'll never want to sleep on anything else. And right now, get a special 30% off MyPillow Dream sheets with free shipping. Use promo code STAG when you call 800-716-8087 or place your order at MyPillow.com. 60-day money-back guarantee if you're not completely satisfied. Call 800-716-8087 or visit MyPillow.com and be sure to use promo code STAG for 30% off plus free shipping. That's 800-716-8087 or visit MyPillow.com. Sweet dreams from MyPillow. Obamacare. Trump care.
2: Are you about to pay double for roof replacement or repair? now, get zero interest for 12 months on up to $20,000. Windows R Us will match any competitor's price. No hidden fees or surprises ever. Schedule a free roof inspection today. Mention AM 1250 for an exclusive 10% off. Why pay double? Visit the area's premier exterior replacement company. Windows R Us, more than a window company. Visit Pittsburgh.com. You're listening to the John
0: Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The answer
1: Well, Bill O'Reilly's gone. Uh, Megyn Kelly is gone. Uh, That's two primetime giants on Fox News who are no longer there in primetime or anywhere else. And now they're after Tucker Carlson because of things he said on a show called Bubba the Love Sponge as long ago as 13 years ago, I think. So far, Carlson's not apologizing, and he says he's not going anywhere. Nicholas Fondacaro writes for the uh, for NewsBusters, and it's his job to keep an eye on what the liberal media are up to. He joins us now. Thanks for being here, Nicholas. Thanks for having me on. So, where did this begin?
3: Um, well, it began with a uh, a left wing organization called uh, Media Matters for America. Um, they dug through archives. Of uh, Bubba the Lunch sponge they claim they have over like a hundred hours of him on the show Um and now they're like slowly feeding these these very um uh... the these things that he said just sort of like out of context just like these sort of naughty words that like what tucker said on uh, the other night these words that he said just sort of uh... throwing them out into the ether and just like sort of trying to damage fox news and him at the time um, the president of media matters for america was on uh, CNN uh, over the weekend and he basically he admitted that like right now Fox is sort of pitching out their shows to advertisers right now and sort of they're dropping this in the middle of them trying to gain advertisers so this is clearly an effort admitted effort to damage Fox's to sort of maximize their damage against Fox as much as they can.
1: Boy, they hate Fox, don't they? Oh it's... yeah, it's Oh yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was going to say it's 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 unbelievable and and to think that um and i think tucker carlson mentioned this in his uh, in his monologue last night which i heard mm-hmm. now that i think about it uh he said he said as much he said they uh the the media has been uh, have been uh liberal for 60 years television is, you know when going back to walter cronkite abc cbs nbc and there's mm-hmm. one of the, one of the major news outlets on cable TV or anywhere on TV is conservative, and they can't stand it. And, and they and they want they want a monopoly of of thought. It's a, it's scary, really.
3: Oh, that, that's yeah, that's totally the case. Like the Media Research Center has been around since the late 1980s, and we've just been documenting it the whole way up through here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, The organization that's been feeding this out has been active for a number of years now. Like, even during uh, the Obama years, they've, like, Tucker talked about it last night in his monologue, as you said, where he explained how this organization would go out and, uh, like, sort of work with the Obama administration and then feed sort of talking points out to the media that they just gobbled up to just work together to to say these things about conservatives, about Fox News. and what they're saying now has just been really getting gobbled up by a lot of their, a lot of the liberal media's just ardent like defenders, almost. They're like, I, sometimes I call them sort of like their 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 uh, their preachers and stuff like that. Like um Brian Stelter on CNN, he sort of has this Sunday show that he has where it's almost like a, um like a, a sh- like he almost preaches the gospel of the liberal media, mm-hmm. and they they just they they gobble this up. They don't like seeing these. Uh, different opinions on there, um, they they see it as sort of just antithetical to like, what what it is that they preach, and they just don't like it here. They don't like seeing it, hearing it out there.
1: And, and it's, what's, think- the, what's amazing, though, Nicholas, is that that even if Fox were wrong ninety seven percent of the time, it's still an alternative. And you, there's nobody forcing anybody to watch it, and and there are choices. There are many more liberal choices for people to to uh, go to if they don't like Fox.
3: Exactly, they they have they have all these choices. That's like the benefits of like a free market. You have like the, all these different places that you can get news, and Fox is in in. You'll, you'll occasionally get like days where it's like a fill-in host or something like that, but Fox just continuously just dominates over these other networks because they're providing, like like they're providing a side that people want to hear from. And because I I had I have liberal friends that I went to college with where they're like okay I'll listen to Fox News I might not agree with it but I'll listen to it because I want to hear what they're saying stuff like that but they, they they don't like like the liberal media just doesn't like that there is that other that other side out there and they're and they're really trying like every, like every time some uh, like an organization tries to dig through these archives of stuff they just try to like embarrass and try to hurt Fox News as much as they can yeah like you see it with different boycotts of like Hannity's radio show yep. Rush Limbaugh yep. mm-hmm. yeah.
1: What do you think the chances are that when they were listening to uh, Bubba the Love Sponge's greatest hits that they might have come across a liberal or two who said some things that they probably wouldn't want to have out there in 2018, but they kind of just let them go? Because I, I got a feeling it was not only conser- future conservative commentators and uh, and famous people who were on his show back then.
3: Oh, absolutely. There's there, there, there probably is people, like, very prominent liberals now and progressives that were probably on his show. Like, speaking of that, like, I don't know if he was on the show back then, but uh, the president of Media Matters, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Angelo, I forget how to pronounce his last name. Yeah. But um, uh, the Daily Caller now is going through to see other stuff that he has said on certain radio programs and different shows. And now the, the the Daily Caller is now putting, showing, like, this is what he's he has said. And it's some pretty heinous stuff that it's 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 some stuff that you arguably almost worse than <laughs> what they're saying tucker said yeah like it, it, it's some dark grim, nasty stuff
1: yeah and you know what um and we're talking to nicholas Caro from newsbusters uh mm-hmm. you know what i have a um I, i've come up with a philosophy i don't care what you said on the radio um i don't know pick it uh more than 10 years ago okay i don't care what you mm-hmm. said if you're if you're working in the media now or if you're president of the United States or if you are the uh secretary general of the UN I really don't care what you said 10 years ago. I kind of care what you're doing now, what you've done lately. I mm-hmm. mean, can we can we have that as a rule?
3: Absolutely. Like like because to say that you're the same person you were 10 years ago, like you're not even in, like recognizing that a person has these life experiences, and that they they might witness something or experience something that changes who they are. They might have an epiphany about something, and now you're holding them to account to the person that they were back then. And they might realize that that person wasn't what they wanted to be, right. and and they and they want to change themselves. So so it, it, it's it's almost like hurting like the ability of, of saying that people can people can change in the end and what Tucker said on Monday night when in his first monologue addressing this he, he was he was saying it's like they, they they aren't uh these liberal media folks are not interested in any sort of apology like like even if they he is grown they they just want to do the damage they're like they just rub it in your face and say and tell you like oh how could you be this horrible without any sort of acknowledgement of that like that might not be what you think now uh, what you espouse now you might hate that what what you said or um, or even like you may have said it in the moment like not like sort of at f- for, for, for the last for the for the shock value
1: right you may have said it on a shock radio show. <laughs> You know? Exactly, exactly. That's what the show is. You,
3: you, yeah. Bubba the Sponge competed with Howard Stern, like so So it, it was like like the anteing up of how shocking can we be.
1: Right, and you know what? Uh, Howard Stern has to be sitting on about 300 hours of audio tape oh, absolutely. That, that he could uh, send out drip, 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 and there would be people hiding under their beds all over North America.
3: They they tried to do it during the 2016 election with uh, with Trump releasing what he yep. said on Halperstern. Stern.
1: Yep, yep. Now Carlson uh, Tucker Carlson wasn't backing down last night though, and he's not hiding, is he? And you you wrote about what he said in that uh, monologue last
3: night. I, I wrote about what he said on Monday, but he uh, he he Go made Monday, a lot yeah. of great points. Yeah, yeah, he made a lot of great points. Like even even last night when he was just sort of like listing through what Media Matters has uh done over the years and sort of laying out the kids that they may have violated their uh um he 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 alleges that they may uh, through their actions may have uh violated their five oh one their uh uh their yeah, not for profit. Yeah, they're values.
1: taxpayer funded.
3: Not, not. I, I'm, I'm not too sure if it's taxpayer funded. Oh, maybe so not. It, no, it, they, 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 they get taxed. They get like a, re, like, re, re, like they don't have to pay as much, or there might be a. Um, yeah. They don't need to pay because right. they're a, they're technically like an education charity. It's
1: taxpayer, like uh, um, and they don't pay taxes. It's a, it's a profit, um, I guess. Yeah.
3: Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and something in that lines.
1: Yeah. Um, now, do you think that they're holding the best stuff for last? I do. I don't think they've sent the best stuff out yet
3: yeah um I'm not too sure if they've released anything today. I know they released stuff Mon- uh like over the weekend monday Tuesday. um I have to see what if they've released anything else but they're 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 probably because they say they have hundred hours so oh, okay they're, they're probably holding something
1: yeah um well or he might
3: have Tucker might have been on the show for hundred hours speaking so he they're they're probably
1: holding on to something. Yeah, yeah, and uh, the uh, the latest, the latest, the, I'm sorry, the latest I saw was um, stuff he said about a, a teen a, a pageant of teenagers. He made some oh, comments so, about. Yeah, and yeah, I didn't, I heard, I I heard didn't find anything in it offensive, and then nothing that shocked me that uh, uh, that um, a couple of guys on a shock radio show would say nothing. I, not, I mean, I'm, I'm not easily shocked about mm-hmm. stuff like that. I don't care, but. I didn't see anything that would, you know, cause people to come running out into the streets looking for Tucker.
3: Yeah, like, they'll try to make anything into something that's completely, like, set their hair on fire to, yeah. like, like, no matter what it is. It, it can be something as... Um, it, like, like, take a look at what, like, what they did with uh, Megyn Kelly, for instance. Yeah, like, I was
1: just going to bring her up. She lost yeah, her job she, for saying a lot yeah, less. Right.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, she was just sort of talking mm-hmm. about uh, how, how blackface was interpreted and seen when she was growing up, and then they fired her. But now you have, like, Ralph Northam and these other yeah. Democrats who actually wore blackface.
1: Right, and Ku Klux, and they still Klux have Klan their outfits.
3: And, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and they, they still have their jobs, too.
1: Yeah, and and um, you you kept track of how the, the non Fox media reacted to these audio clips, so uh, and I'm sure they were fair and balanced last night on <laughs> CNN and MSNBC.
3: Oh yeah, last night it was pretty bad. I I was watching uh, the it's called uh, Cuomo Prime Time with a uh, Chris Cuomo. You and the, three uh, other
1: people. Yeah, were watching just, it.
3: just about. It was probably me and the guys in the booth. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, and they were, uh, they, they were, well, it, what actually it wasn't, uh, that night It was like the night of when Tucker gave yeah. his first response and Chris Cuomo was particularly like, just like vicious against him. Like not sort of even like completely in bad faith with Tucker, just assuming that Tucker still believes like what he said. And mm-hmm. like, he still had like those, those thoughts that he, that he had. And he was just like, he was like. He was almost putting on like this tough guy persona, where he's just like, "Come on, say it again if you believe it." Just like being like, like puffing out his chest, like acting, acting like a tough guy bully, and just sort of like demanding that Tucker repeat what he said. But meanwhile, it's just but Tucker was just saying, like, "You're you're really not interested in an apology, right? You're not."
1: No, and it was uh, I think it was uh, uh, Chris's brother who – what was it? He said that America was never great. He's a governor of New York.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said uh, that too. Yeah, he said that. Uh, um, I think a couple months ago or something like yeah, that?
1: Call me crazy, but I think a governor of a state saying that's worse than anything he said on a shock jock radio show. That's just me. Back,
3: back when I used to live in New York, it, was, uh, it was, uh, maybe about four years ago, he uh, he said something to the effect of uh, conservatives aren't, weren't welcome in the state of New York.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
3: and I was just like, okay. And, and I think it okay, was, a couple uh, years later, I ended up moving out. But I'm okay. Okay.
1: People like, who aren't aren't uh, aren't pro choice aren't welcome. Is what he said. I think. Yeah, uh, something like that. Yeah. It's like
3: people who are really like staunchly conservative, like on guns and abortion, were right. welcome in the state.
1: We're talking to Nicholas Fonda Carroll, finishing up here. He's uh, with Newsbusters. So at the end of the monologue, Carlson said that Fox has his back and he's not going anywhere. Uh, do you think he has anything to worry about? As uh, I mean, as I said. The worst, at least in a quote unquote, worst things could be coming out any minute.
3: Um, I think I think they, they're they're going to have his back. They they because because uh, this is stuff that was said ten years ago, ten plus years ago. They know who he is now. They know they know where he stands on things. They know sort of his worldview. Um, and. He's probably talking to, 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 to his bosses and the hires behind the scenes, so, so they, they probably have like that rapport and that knowledge of each other so that they, they, they trust that he is, He may not agree with what he said then. But I, I think for now they're, gonna, they're probably going to stick with him.
1: And uh, one of the things he did say uh, that they caught him saying on, uh, on Bubba the Love Sponge was that he said, uh, I'm loaded, I, I've got a lot of trust funds. So that, that's another strike he has against him, if that's true, because he's a rich kid. And you can't be that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. without uh, at least a lot without apologizing for it. So they've got him; oh, he's got a plenty of strikes against him from those guys, and I think they're going to have a lot more fun with him before they're done, or try to anyway.
3: Oh yeah, absolutely. And then there's what the, what happened to him uh, la- late last year when you had the Antifa guys banging on his house, like m- yep. marching and like yeah, they love Yeah. Oh yeah, like like. The people are like on CNN and stuff. They, they they like to go. It's like, oh, don't don't talk negatively about the media because you're putting us in danger. Like, don't you think what you're doing is is gonna might, might like put uh, Tucker in yeah. a bad bad situation?
1: Well, you guys play attention to ratings. I don't want to put you on the spot, uh, but uh, what what are the ratings for CNN compared to Fox? Just uh, in general, Do you know.
3: Um. I don't I don't have them off the top of my yeah. head but I think the, the usual ones that I see they usually come in it's usually Fox and then MSNBC and then CNN.
1: Yeah, but CNN but that's Fox, MSNBC and then the the uh uh Turtle it, Channel, the
3: uh <laughs> Cooking there, there, there Channel. Have, there 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 have been instances where, where uh CNN shows have lost out to History Channel yeah. shows like ancient aliens and right, stuff.
1: Right. The Plumbing Channel. So, yeah, they yeah. um uh, <laughs> Hey, I, I appreciate you being on, Nicholas. We'll thank do it again. Keep up the good yeah, work thank
3: for, there. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on.
1: Okay, thanks. And that's Nicholas Caro from Newsbusters. And when we come back, uh, we're going to talk to someone who's really smart from the uh, Heritage Foundation about some stupid things that Bernie Sanders has been saying. That should be fun. Stay where you are. We'll be right back.
4: With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington.
5: The eyes to the right, 312. The nose to the left, 308. So the eyes have it. The eyes have it. Unlock.
4: British Prime Minister Theresa May says Parliament will vote Thursday on whether to seek a delay to Britain's March 29th departure from the European Union. May said lawmakers are at the point where they must approve a withdrawal agreement in coming days and request a short postponement to Brexit Day or request a much longer extension from the EU to negotiate a new arrangement. The Prime Minister warned that a long extension would mean Britain would have to take part in European Parliament elections in late May. A good day on Wall Street. All the arrows were up. The Dow was up by 148 points to 25,702. The Nasdaq rose 52. The S&P advanced 19. Oil up to 58.26 a barrel. This is SRN News.
5: will consolidate your accounts into one easy to manage monthly payment, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands.
1: I initially was scared to call and immediately I felt relief. I mean, in a matter of three years, we've already paid down
6: $20,000 in credit card debt, which
5: is huge. Call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. That's 1-800-990-6976.
0: Jay Sekula says there are some concerns about the new Congress. The fact that the President of the United States had to say these words in 2019 should concern everybody.
5: We renew our resolve that America will never be a socialist country.
0: Can you imagine that that was a necessary statement, which it was? Jay Sekula, live, weeknights at 6, right before Larry Elder at 7, an AM, 1250. The answer. You're an insurance agent. You're also an entrepreneur looking to grow. And what better way to grow than by being your own boss? Owning your own farmers insurance agency has been called one of the best small business opportunities in America. With a nationally respected brand, award winning training, and your personal experience business coach, your opportunity to grow is unlimited. No franchise fees required. Visit
4: beafarmersagent.com and start growing. We
2: are farmers. Bum, 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 bum.
4: Hurtin Accident, I can't help you. But if you've invented a new product, improved an existing device, or need help registering a trademark, call me, Attorney Gary Topoloski, at 877-5-PATENT. I've been helping clients protect their ideas for nearly 35 years. Email me at patentlawyerpittsburgh.com. Ask about my discounts for veterans and seniors. 877 572 8368. Now's the time to pursue your dreams, but let's protect them first.
1: Employers, are you tired of paying outrageous premiums for health insurance? How about a plan that allows you to go to any hospital in the country? A plan that pays you back every year. This is John Stagerwald from Marley Financial. Whether you want a top-of-the-line plan or just enough to keep you legal, Marley Financial has a custom-made plan for you. As a business owner, you owe it to yourself to stay ahead of the ever-changing marketplace. Marley has been on the cutting edge of new and improved health plans for both Individuals and businesses, and only Marley Financial offers health plans that actually pay you back. Call 724 884 1496 for unbiased. Top-notch plans from any carrier in Pennsylvania. Plans that'll save you money and give you an edge over the competition. They even offer custom business solutions to reduce your liability and overhead as you grow. They're truly one of the most innovative agencies in the nation. Call Marley now. 724-884-1496. 724-884-1496. Or visit MarleyFG.com.
0: Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer.
4: On the
3: Parkway West this afternoon, you're tied up on the inbound side, 79 to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. And the Parkway East outbound, that's really heavy, from Boulevard of the Allies out to the Edgewood Avenue overpass. All volume looks like. Outbound Parkway North You're slowing down from 19 to Perrysville. Outbound 65 delays up to the McKees Rocks Bridge. Outbound 28, uh, some volume there from Route 8 to the Highland Park Bridge. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson.
0: AM 1250, The Answer weather
3: rather cloudy tonight with a low of 46 degrees tomorrow mostly cloudy breezy and warmer with an afternoon shower high 69 degrees we'll have a couple of showers around and even a gusty thunderstorm for the evening hours tomorrow night low 54 then for friday clouds and sunshine breezy with a high of 58 degrees i'm meteorologist danielle niddle on am 1250 the answer
0: this is the John Stackerwald Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer.
1: So, what stupid things did uh, Bernie Sanders say today? Actually, he can be counted on to say multiple stupid things daily now that he's running for president again. One of his latest, and it's been one of his common themes, is to call for the elimination of private money in elections. He wants them to be funded by the government, gets rid- wants to get rid of the big super PACs. Well, John York is a policy analyst at the Kenneth Simon, uh, at the B. Kenneth Simon Center for Principles and Politics at the Heritage Foundation. He joins us now. Thanks for being here, John. Thanks for having me, John. So uh, this is another in a pile of bad ideas from Bernie, isn't it?
6: Yeah, uh, there's. you had it exactly right. He can be counted on for several a day. He's really the gift <laughs> that keeps on giving him an the AOC. They, yep, really, yeah. uh, they make our jobs easy. So. Yeah, right. Um, but this is a particularly bad one. Um, so uh, what really got me thinking about this issue was when Joe Biden, uh, who's pretty famous in your neck of the woods, was on – television, uh, I don't know, 2017. Big football game, halftime. Uh, Matt Lauer interviews him about his book, about his relationship with his son. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, he goes uh, into great detail about his service to his country, his son's great service to his country, etc. Et you couldn't uh, s- craft a better campaign ad. And mm-hmm. what did he pay for it? Not a dime. Yep. Right. If a Republican wanted to get that that spot, that kind of glowing coverage, they'd have to pay for it. They'd have to pay for a campaign ad, and it would cost about, I did the calculation, about $2.8 million. So the Dems, to the extent they want to strip money out of politics, they only want to strip one kind of money out of politics, which is super PAC donations and donations from people like you and I. They don't want to strip uh, Jeff Bezos of his ownership of the Washington Post or get rid of MSNBC. So really what they want to do is, is, or, or what their policies would do, would be to create a greater monopoly than they already enjoy.
1: Yeah, and I didn't realize that uh, Alexandria overrated uh, uh, Cortez actually called for a constitutional amendment to, to, oh, sure. to take yeah, care this of this. I didn't know now. that.
6: Yeah, this is nothing new. So the, the Dems, uh, pretty much as soon as Citizens United was decided by the Supreme Court, uh, it became their issue to shore. And Democrats, ever since, have been calling for a constitutional amendment to roll it back to get rid of super PACs. Uh, but really, when you think about it, super PAC spending is not much different than regular old uh, uh, speech. Mm-hmm. A super PAC can't coordinate its, uh, its messages with a candidate. It can't call them and say, hey, well, what angle do you look best from? When do you want this run? Et cetera, et cetera. That's illegal. So w- when they speak it's much much like uh well, someone writing an op ed in jeff Bezos's Washington Post, so it 's difficult to know why one should be regulated very tightly and the other should be uh, treated like like uh, like any kind of other speech
1: but, but what speech. what exactly did the Citizens United case decide, uh, and why do liberals hate it so much?
6: sure, so the bipartisan campaign Finance Reform Act. Uh, created uh, opened the door for super PACs. W- what a super PAC is, is an independent, There, there were, there's always been PACs, but what's different about a super PAC is it can only spend money independently of a campaign and a party. So, like I said, it can't coordinate with a party and it can't uh, coordinate with a candidate. And the Supreme Court said, okay, uh, we understand that giving an unlimited amount of money directly to a candidate could create a quid pro quo relationship could be the beginning of a quid pro quo a relationship bribe. between the donor and the candidate yeah it could be a bribe but giving money to a super PAC to run an ad independently of a candidate it's it's a little too divorced from the from the candidate or the party to really ignite a quid pro quo relationship or a bribe um, so that that has to be treated more like regular speech that's what the supreme court decided And, uh, of course, immediately thereafter, Obama, uh, President Obama, uh, says, okay, this is going to open the door for flooding, a flood of corporate dollars and untraceable individual donations, et cetera. And really that hasn't happened. Still the majority of money is given from an individual to a campaign. But nonetheless, it's what Democrats decide to focus on, and so that's why we're talking about it.
1: But uh, why would Democrats... At least they seem to why why would they believe that super PACs hurt them more than it hurts Republicans because if they were benefiting more from it than Republicans might be at least in their eyes, they wouldn't be in any way against it
6: well that's the that's that's exactly right it's it's kind of vexing in a way because republicans got a, were sort of uh, the the first to adopt the super PAC, and we had an advantage when it came to super PAC donations for a while, but not for very long, and now spending is getting close to equal between Republican Republican and Democrat super PACs, but I think they readily understand that they have an enormous advantage in the mainstream media, so if you keep out, if you get rid of super PACs, both right and left, it's not as though it's a clean slate and it's an even playing field. You've just created an enormous advantage and gotten rid of all the counter-messaging, that Republicans have to buy for, and they get for free.
1: Yeah. So, and in a piece you wrote back in January, you, you talked about the, um, the connection between freedom of speech and the freedom to reach an audience. What did you mean by that? Yep. What's the difference?
6: Well, so the founders didn't have in mind when they drafted the First Amendment, that people would have the freedom to scream in their own bedroom as much as they wanted. Yeah. You know, right. <laughs> that, that, that's a crazy definition of freedom of speech. Obviously, you have the freedom to find uh, an audience, not an audience has a freedom not to listen, mm-hmm. sure enough. But, uh, you know, the idea that the First Amendment wouldn't cover, oh, going into town square and posting something uh, on the church door or on the town hall doors. Of course, that's what the, exactly what the founders had in mind. Right. That's what freedom of speech is. It's the freedom to speak to people, not just just scream into the air. So in the modern era where where we have all these mass media outlets and it costs money to to get a to get time on them, it follows that well, you need money to do those things. So for freedom of speech to be real, sometimes you have to spend a few dollars. Uh, and to prevent people from from doing that is preventing them from speaking to people, which is what the freedom of speech means.
1: Yeah, what's the point of giving a, a speech or 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 um, or creating a thought if nobody's going to see it or hear it? Or it's it's pretty exactly. dumb. So what it's, about you, you It's very to,
6: dumb.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What, you you talked <laughs> about the puff pieces on Democrats, like uh, you gave the example of uh, Joe Biden.
6: Sure. Uh, Many see, examples one could choose from more, more recently, of right, course. Right. I mean, it's all the time.
1: But if but if the PACs went away and it became all publicly funded, then you would have the you would have Fox and every non Fox news outlet that would be almost like an arm of the Democrat Party, uh, and it would be the you, the, the deck would be uh, stacked against anybody who's not a Democrat, wouldn't it?
6: Oh, most definitely. I mean, really, it is true that we have Fox News and we have AM radio, shows like your own, and, and others. And, and you know, a YouTube station here or there. But the Democrats uh, would like to get rid of those things, too. There's no doubt about it, right? You've heard about the, the fairness doctrine. I yep. think Dem- Democrats have brought that up many times. So it's not it, – you're right. It's not just – Donations, private donations, and campaign ads—they want to get rid of. If they could, they'd go after Fox News too. There's no doubt about it, because uh, that's that's another counter messaging avenue we have. But uh, even though they don't have the monopoly they did in the '80s, let's say, uh, Fox News. When Fox News breaks a story, it's not as though MSNBC and NBC ha- have to cover it. You saw that during the President Obama his no administration, question. Right. They break a story like Fast and Furious and it goes absolutely nowhere. But when they break a story, Fox News has to respond. So they still, even though they don't have total dominance, they're still pretty dominant.
1: We're we're talking to John York. He's a policy analyst at the uh, Heritage Foundation for Principles and Politics at the Heritage Foundation. Uh, Yeah, I talk about that all the time um, with with people who uh, don't seem to have an understanding of the media and how you do news. Um, right. That that it's as much, if not more, about what you cover than it is how you cover it. Uh, a good oh, example was the Jussie Smollett uh, case. Um, I think that, that was a Wednesday a couple of weeks ago, a few weeks ago, when the story broke that uh, he was going to be charged, and the whole thing was a you know a, a fake. Right. And MSNBC and CNN, both of which were going crazy with it when it looked like it was going to be very damaging to Trump Uh, but Wednesday night in prime time when the news broke plenty of time for them to have all night in prime time uh, early in the evening it got zero minutes on MSNBC and CNN that's uh, there you go that's and that that, it wasn't about how they covered it they just decided "Eh, we don't want our viewers to see that so they don't. There's this
6: crazy. Yeah, exactly. So the gatekeeping bias—that's what they call yeah. it in, uh, in political science departments. Yeah. But of course, Democrats deny that even that any sort of any such bias exists. There's some. There's this bizarre conce- uh, conceit on the left that uh, you know, N- NBC and MSNBC. Well, I don't know if even they would make this argument regarding MSNBC, but. CNN—they're just covering the facts. It's just the facts, and if you look at the facts objectively, as it turns out, it lines up on their side. <laughs> yeah, and, and and all these campaign ads and super PACs and interest groups on the right are operating on the basis of I don't know some corrupt motive or stupidity or whatever it is. So as a result, they're not worried at all about bias on their uh, on the mass media. All they're worried about is is the counter-narrative that we develop uh, through these channels.
1: And do you really think that liberals push for this uh, because uh, they're really concerned about money corrupting politics, or do they see this as a way to legally censor their opposition?
6: That's a good question. I, I think there's some percentage who do think, um, who, who do have the motives they Say to do publicly, mm-hmm. but look—I I mean, the, the ratchet only ever turns one way. What, the policies they endorse, be it immigration, be it campaign finance reform, be it—you know—the slips that are made on CNN and and uh, and NBC and Abortion. ABC is quoting the president. It always ratchets in one direction. Mm-hmm. So, whether or not they they really do believe that this is a huge threat to our democracy and corporations are buying politicians uh I'll give them the benefit of the doubt and say they're not they're not considering the advantage that they gained. Well, again, they they rarely if ever propose something that would cut against them. So
1: Yeah, and um um what what where do you see this going as far as the FEC if if you know, I think you wrote about the FEC if FEC if if sure. this was turned over to them and the super PACs were done away with why would the FEC end up with too much power, the Federal Election Commission?
6: Well, in a way, if you empowered the FEC, like, we've drawn a pretty clear line now mm-hmm. as to what is a campaign donation and what isn't. Giving money directly to a candidate, okay, that's a campaign donation. Uh, giving money to a political action committee that, only, uh, that, that, that gives directly to a candidate, okay, campaign donation. But uh, we've made it pretty clear, or the court has made it pretty clear, that speech that is not coordinated with a candidate is not a campaign contribution. If you blow away that very clear standard, you empower the FEC to make all sorts of judgment calls, not just about super PACs, but about what news agencies are real news or fake news, what newspapers are really just uh, candidate uh, operations or parties' operations. You'd, you'd empower them to draw a new, uh, very h- opaque standard. Uh, and that, that would be uh, extremely dangerous.
1: And, of course, people who are on the FEC are appointed political appointees. They're not elected. Mm-hmm. So they right. would be, uh, if the Democrats were in power, the FEC would have a bunch of Democrats.
6: Oh, i got to tell you, that, that's, well, as the FEC is uh, created now, it, it assures that there's there's four people on the FEC. Uh, there's two Democrats, two Republicans. Now this is the Federal Elections Commission. Okay. The Democrats would like to change that. So you, you hit that. You hit the nail on the head. They would love to change that. This is an HR one. Oh,
1: so now it's two two.
6: Yeah, it's two and two. So you need to get a you need to get three. So that means you always have to get a demo at least one Democrat right. or at least one Republican. Yeah. But Democrats want to change that. So it's five. There's five people <laughs> in the FEC. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Well, you know where where, where that's going. As I right. said, the ratchet only turns in one direction.
1: Yeah. They're all, they're, they're talking about they're they're not a, they're not um, shy about talking about stacking the Supreme Court now. So you know, right. and getting rid of the Electoral College. Oh yeah. <laughs> they want to right. just become any, the Soviet Union. So uh, that's where they're headed. Any
6: institution that 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 stands in their way, oh, it's it's uh yeah. No sooner do they realize that than they stand against
1: it john uh, i'm out of time pretty, pretty i appreciate cool. you being on uh clearing that up and uh we'll be watching for bernie he's going to be pushing for this
6: <laughs> like i said he's a gift that keeps on giving <laughs>
1: <laughs> thanks john all right take care all right that's Bye-bye. john york uh policy analyst at the b kenneth simon center for principles and politics at the heritage foundation and we will be right back Why get stuck with a Medicare plan that leaves you at a disadvantage? Medicare open enrollment season has been extended through March 31st. This is John Steigerwald. Take advantage of your final opportunity this year to make a one time switch to real Medicare coverage that includes traditional Medicare Part B and the Part D prescription drug plan. The team at Marley Financial knows Medicare is confusing. They know you have questions and their team of experts can guide you through all the options available to help you make the best choice possible. A comprehensive Medicare plan that lets you access any doctor or hospital you want without a referral with lower deductibles and co-pays that are little to none a medicare plan that's focused not just on cost but quality don't get stuck paying thousands in out-of-pocket expenses call marley financial today 724-884-1496 deadline is march 31st that's 724-884-1496
2: 724-884-1496 or visit marleyfg.com I'm Tom Kalish from Kane 11 Socks. Whether it's technology or products that make our lives more comfortable, innovation is constantly improving everything. But socks, they haven't changed in 50 years. Traditional sock brands make socks in one size fits all or just a couple of sizes to fit every size foot. At Kane 11, we think it's time somebody innovated the sock industry. So we make socks in 11 individual sizes from 7 to 17 to fit each size foot perfectly. You won't believe what wearing a pair of socks in your exact size feels like until you try them. It's quite remarkable. After all, your feet hold up your whole body, and the better your socks fit, the better your feet are going to feel all day. Our socks are crafted in the USA with fine-gauge merino wool in the perfect weight and cushioning. And our styles? Well, they're designed to work with anything you wear. So step up to the next innovation and try a pair of cane 11s. See what Esquire, Men's Health, and Golf Digest are all raving about. Save 20% off your first order at cane11.com. That's Kane11.com. That's kane
3: one com. Kane11.com.
1: Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's largest mortgage lender. Spring will be here soon, so if buying a new home is on your to-do list, right now is the time to call Quicken Loans. Learn about which mortgage options make sense for you and get a jump on your competition. With our exclusive Rate Shield approval, the low rate you lock today is protected for up to 90 days while you shop for your new home with a rate shield approval if rates go up your low rate stays locked but if rates go down you get that new even lower rate Either way, you win. Talk to us today at 800Quicken or go to rocketmortgage.com to take advantage. Here's another great reason to work with us. For a record nine years in a row, JD Power has ranked Quicken loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. Again, to lock in today's low mortgage interest
3: rate and get the
1: security of our exclusive Rate Shield approval, call us today at
5: 800Quicken
3: or go to rocketmortgage.com. For JD Power award information, visit JDPower.com. Rate Shield approval only valid on certain 30 year fixed rate loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. MLS number 30.
5: G'day, I'm Scott from Plugin Pest Free. I want to personally thank all my Plugin Pest Free customers who've taken the time out to call, write, and who have left messages to thank me for ridding their homes and businesses of unwanted rodent and pest problems. So from me to you, I thank you. Plugin Pest Free is the only scientifically tested, and more importantly, consumer-proven electromagnetic pest management system since 1995. Why put up with those annoying rodents and pests any longer? plug Pest Free is 100% chemical free, making it your safest bet to manage your rodent and pest problems around your family and pets. With a 60-day money-back guarantee, you'll have nothing to lose. So order yours today at gopestfree.com. Use promo code SAVE20 for 20% off and free shipping. That's gopestfree.com, promo code SAVE20. Don't spray and regret. Plug in and forget, go pestfree.com today.
0: Warning, listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John
5: Staggerwald
0: Show on AM 1250, The Answer. So
1: let's talk about Le'Veon Bell to finish up here. Um, my friends in the media are having a good time laughing at him, many of them anyway, uh, laughing at him because he lost in his um, ploy. To um, I have I have a story right here from um, uh, USA Today. Uh, the, the The headline is "Opinion: Levy on Bell's Ploy with Steelers Didn't Pay Off in His Contract with the Jets." And then it goes on to say that the thirty five million dollars in guarantees Bell secured establishes a record at the running back position. Uh, so um, that's one of the the, the positives of it. Um, but people seem to be really enjoying or trying to enjoy the uh, defeat that Le'Veon suffered because he didn't get what he said he wanted to get when he didn't report to the Steelers last year. Uh, I don't look at it that way. I, I think uh, I'm not going. I don't want to give him too much credit here, but he got a year off and he uh, took a vacation and probably smoked a lot of weed and did a lot of jet skiing uh, for the past year. And then, when the year was up, he came back and he got somebody to guarantee him thirty-five million dollars. If he plays for the uh, through the contract, he'll make fifty-two point one million dollars, and maybe as much as sixty million. I guess there's some incentives built in there. Uh, I, you know, maybe uh, Le'Veon is uh, smarter than everybody's giving him credit for. He looked at the worst case scenario. He said what he wanted to get. He wanted to be paid as a combined wide receiver running back. He wanted to be the highest paid, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and he said he would never play for the Jets, which is where he ended up. But you know, maybe he sat back and said, "Well, what's the worst case scenario here? I get a year off. I don't get beat up. I don't risk getting injured. I jet ski. I smoke weed, and then I get thirty-five million dollars. I, I, I don't know how is that a bad deal for him?" And keep in mind that you know if he if it comes out to like, let's just say it comes out to tw- uh, uh, ten million a year that he that he's going to be making. I mean, he's actually going to be making more than that. But if it's if it's ten million a year, that's about two hundred thousand dollars a week. He could, if he if he clears a hundred and fifty thousand of that, he could spend a hundred thousand dollars a week and still save two and a half million dollars every year. That sounds like a pretty good deal to me for Le'Veon. I'm glad he's gone. I wouldn't want to have him on my team, but I don't think uh, he should be uh, criticized or laughed at. For where he's sitting right now today, he's got $35 million that you don't have. See you tomorrow.
0: The John Steigerwald Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group.